trying to round off my series. I spent this is I should take I should, we should start recording, but I want to say this real quick. I spent a good two hours the other day looking for Buffy Library Edition Volume Five. Uh, turns out what happened is it it's goes lost media. No, it goes one through four, and then it's because that's technically Buffy season eight because there was never a season eight made, and so right. we can eight, continue. Nine, ten, one. Yeah, they're on twelve right now. So what I found out is that they're in groups of four, and so I've been looking for five. I, I literally searched for an hour. I'm not kidding. And I kept seeing like an image that people... So after four, it starts back over at one? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, season nine, volume one. <clears throat> oh, okay. So that whole thing is season eight, yeah. volumes one through four? Yes. But there, I kept seeing... People don't know that because the library editions are, are different than the other versions. Right. Like they play out different? No, no, no. They're just like they're ba- they're uh, they're grouped different. Grouped differently. Oh, okay. Um, they're grouped to make it into four editions, but I didn't know that. And I, I, the only reason I figured that out was because I eventually found a forum where they were, I was talking about like where to find it because I was really desperate. Forgive me. Jim. These four. This represents one volume. One season. Once of the show. Yeah. Well, of the of the comics. Of the the continuation yeah, of the show. Oh, I forgot comics comic had seasons, I guess. Well, they they don't usually, but they Buffy don't. was a show. Yeah, Buffy started as a show, and then they picked up the comics where the show ended. Essentially. Oh. Yeah, where the show stops, the comics start because Joss. And they grouped them as if they were a season. Gotcha. Because say what you want about Joss Whedon. Oh man. Now, and okay. A dick. All right. I feel like I'm up to speed. He sucks. It, it took me a minute. He sucks so bad now. I just wish he didn't suck because I enjoyed Buffy so bad. There's so much. And Firefly. Sarah Michelle Gellar so came out hard. and basically said, <laughs> I enjoyed it so hard. She basically said, like, you can still love Buffy and hate Joss Whedon. Yeah. She's like, because she, what did she say? Basically that it, what it did for, like, empowering women and, like, just changing the genre and stuff was really great. And even though he was a skis ball the whole time hiding it, like, you can still appreciate the art and dislike the man. I thought, that's cool. Welcome to Black Mesa Radio, everybody. I am your host, Josh, Josh, with... Seth. Nate. Seth. Via virtual... Google Meets. Uh, today we're going to be talking about some life on Mars, maybe some black holes, maybe some lost media, maybe Joss Whedon sucking. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We're just going to hang out. It's been seven months since we had a podcast. So let's get going. Been a little bit. I also didn't COVID. post the last one. Last one. I, didn't post the last one that I don't know. But none of you, none of you listen to the podcast, so none of you knew that. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I mean, I'm I mean, subscribed to it, so it would jump up in my feed. Mm-hmm. COVID kind of, you know, put a little damper on everything. You so. think you would think that COVID would have made it easier for us to record because we could have just recorded from home virtually, and yeah. you know virtually but like turns out when you're working from home and you're never leaving your house you just don't want to edit a video or like a two-hour podcast yeah yeah i was gonna say we did two fairly early on in the pandemic we did. i feel like and then just just stopped just stopped we should have kept going but we're back we survived we're back we're vaccinated as did some you, of us listeners you survived too. If they're listening, if they're not listening, they may not survive. Right. Sure. We don't know though. There's just a lot going on in this room. I'm just sitting here taking it all in. Yeah, listeners. That's one of the other reasons is because I've been living with my parents for the last nine months. Um, which while, is not as fun as it sounds. Which like is it sounds it fun. sounds great. It sounds. So my like parents a vacation. are wonderful, and they gave us like an amazing opportunity to live there and save some money and stuff while we got the house worked out. But like, it's just hard when you have two kids and two dogs and. 
like a whole house worth of things that you're shoving into one room, two rooms really when you count the kids. Uh, it's just difficult, like you know, and it's it's not your space; it's someone else's space. Um, yeah. and it's just it's just hard. But we are in our own house now, and we are recording in my brand new office that I love with all my heart. It's my office, Mary's office, and Mary's craft room, all in one. And it is wonderful. I have my bookshelf full of comics. Got all my Funko Pops. Mary's got her whole craft table. It's good. Nathan is like looking around the room just enthralled. That's okay. A lot of good stuff here. So, <laughs> Krillin, the Funko Pop of Krillin looks way meaner than actual Krillin. Like, yeah, he's that's way true. that's way scarier than like actual Krillin is. I have too many Funko Pops, honestly. Uh, well, this one of our networking guys at work has dozens of Funko Pops, mm-hmm. like. In the order of dozens. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's got a lot. They've like completely taken over his cubicle and they're like spilling out to like other cubicles in there. <laughs> what do you consider dozens? I have twenty six total. That was technically two is dozens. Two dozens? Is that dozens? Yeah, d- two dozens is, is dozens. Some are in the how kids' room. So there's two, they're spread two baker's dozens. One, two, actually. three. He definitely has more than what's in here. He has a gross. He has a gross. Twenty six in this gross room. amount of Funko Pops. Twenty six in this room, and then a couple in the kids' room, and then some on my desk at work. Word. I have one, and it's Piccolo. Oh, that's awesome! I need a Piccolo. Piccolo. I just really like. I actually, I didn't start off collecting Funko Pops. People just kept giving them to me, and at some point, I was like, I guess I collect these now. And that's <laughs> Chris, not a. Chris and I have uh, a crazy. Well, because someone. Chris and I, I have a shelf full of them. The first one I ever got was. I think Daredevil. Someone gave me Daredevil, which is not in here because it's broken. Who Who's the guy standing on the b- black box? It's who? Old Vin- Vinkman. Oh, Vinkman. He's covered in uh, mus- marshmallow. marshmallow. Ah, gotcha. This is good podcasting, listeners. Just enjoy while we're talking yeah. about my I mean, we're catching room. up here. Catching up. I think the one Funko Pop I have is uh, Bernard from Westworld. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, the Dude, first one I ever got That's really true. Yeah, someone gave me uh, Daredevil, and then someone else gave me Spider-Man, and then someone was like, oh, you like these? Here, take this. And I literally, at some point, I had... So of the, you said, yeah, like 28 of them? Somewhere around that, yeah. Of the 28, how many have you purchased? Half, maybe. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. I I haven't bought any of the Star Wars ones. All the Star Wars ones. Pop culture is all about generosity. (laughs) It kind of is. That's what I'm getting. That's what I learned today. Well, and then at some point... Like I said, people just thought like this is an easy gift to get for Josh. Yeah. Like I know he likes X movie, so we'll just buy it for him for his birthday or it's just or a plastic reference. Well and they're nine dollars, like, so they're cheap. Yeah. yeah. I bought the Sanderson sisters at Halloween last year on an impulse buy because they were all three like right at the cash register. Oh, I was trying to figure out who that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. And like all the Dragon Ball Z ones people bought me. Um I bought the Russell Rus- Westbrook ones myself and then Darkwing Duck. Looks awesome. He glows in the dark too. Yeah, that even better. So this is like I said, good podcasting. I need to get a Ron Swanson. Yeah, I, my, one of my employees got me Ron Swanson when I became manager. I want to get a Ron Swanson and put it on my desk at work. They go, "You're a libertarian and crazy here." <laughs> and I said, "Hey, thanks. I love this." <laughs> so he was on my desk forever. Yeah, it's pretty good. So and there's more up when there. I start, when I start down. giving too much of a shit, I could look over and like look at Ron Swanson for inspiration. 
What do you guys collect? Like, because I collect vinyls well, and then uh, Funko Pops. Like I've been trying to talk about mine. <laughs> My Funko Pops. Oh yeah, what Funko Pops do you have, Seth? Okay. Um, this is now a Funko Pop well, podcast. Chrissy, Chrissy, and I, like you said, you just always get them for somebody else. We've been getting them for each other mm-hmm. over time, and most of mine are Star Trek. Nice. Like I have Jordy, Worf, um, Sulu, Picard, Spock, and I have a Doctor one, like the Doctor, and Mister Miyagi. And she has like Bell, Doctor Crusher. Beast. Is that who you're talking about? No, the Doctor, like Doctor Who. Oh, the Doctor. Gotcha. You were like Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Trek. Uh, and then right. she's she's got Mercy from Overwatch, and I have like the Mech for like diva from overwatch the one that has the mech and the tiny little funko pop version of her in it <clears throat> but yeah the thing about funko pops is they can get really elaborate not elaborate i was gonna say like they can jump up in price oh yeah so like i'm not gonna say the name of it so no one can come here and rob me but like that one right there on the shelf yeah is worth 300 dollars because mary somehow somehow in the middle the one in the middle no the one there at the end in the box oh, okay. that's why it's in the box is because Mary just happened to snag it because she thought, oh, Josh will like this. And she got a Comic-Con edition somehow, which I have no idea how she did. She, did, she didn't mean to. She just did on accident. Yeah, yeah, she just bought it. And the Comic-Con editions, they only made like 200 of them. And they gave them out at a specific Comic-Con. And Mary somehow got one on accident and then gave it to me. And then that I was is, like... That is probably the only Funko Pop I've ever seen that actually had any value. No, they there's a lot I, that have quite a bit of value. Like, you have to text me which one because I can't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. Um... But it just, and I have several in boxes in other rooms. So, like, if you do come to rob me, folks, just take all the ones in the boxes, I guess. Just take the boxes. But yeah, I, I don't know. Collections are in- interesting in general. What do you guys collect? <laughs> uh, video games that I'm not going to play mm-hmm. and books I'm not oh, going to yeah. read. Oh, and yeah. uh, maybe Bluetooth speakers, to be honest. <laughs> it's weird. But, like, the other day I was th- thinking about how many, like, Bluetooth audio devices I had. And, like, it's, it's way more than, like, one person needs. Yeah, now that you say that, like, we have way too many, too. We just kind of, like, yeah, you just kind of get them, and then you stop using one, and you're like, I need a Bluetooth speaker. Well, like, mine, they're all, like, different. So, like, I have, yeah. I have like, a big kind of boombox one that I, like, listen to at the house or, like, if we're mm-hmm. cooking or we're hanging out outside or whatever. And then I've got, like, a little, like, puck-sized one that I leave in my work backpack just in case I just yeah. need to hear something and I can't. I can just whoop it out. And then, like... You know, I've got my my earbuds. Ears. Yeah. Earbuds. Yeah. Um, the computer speakers that I just got rid of and I like actually took up to work, like they're Bluetooth. Um, yeah, just I don't know a lot. I feel like I've gone. That is a lot, lot of Bluetooth of, like, speakers. Bluetooth devices, but I'm I'm really I'm really into like music, and I like music to like sound good and I like it to be convenient. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. I have a Bluetooth speaker that's in a frisbee. Because That's I cool. saw it at Walmart, why? I was like, you know, why not? You can pass the music to each other. Yeah. Does it does it make like a rotoscope sound like when you throw it? Like if you're playing a song, is it like? No, it really just like. That'd be fun. You just can't hear it as much when it's, <laughs> you throw it away from you. <laughs> no, it just it just doesn't serve a purpose. <laughs> That's what it does. <laughs> throw it back. This is my favorite part. <laughs> That was delivered like a uh, Stephen Wright joke. <laughs> yeah, I did it that way because it wasn't that funny. It was good. I enjoyed it. Stephen yeah. Wright's jokes like is one of those things like he just has to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, comics too. I collect comics. I had to stop yeah. collecting um, 
single issues though because that's you're fine i had to stop collecting single issues though because i was getting too many and i was running out of places to store them so yeah i've pretty much i've always been a bad collector and then i don't ever stick very long with collecting anything that's not necessarily a bad thing yeah it's not a bad thing at all i don't really have anything that i've collected like that i collect currently stds am i right (laughs) the only thing that i collect really currently is (laughs) um I just ignored you. Is uh, like I'm trying to get enamel pins of the flags of every country I visited. That's smart, but that's that's a much like that's some like collector, collector less often shit. thing. That's yeah. like that's like old man collecting shit, collecting collecting shit. <laughs> I like that. I like. I want to meet somebody that like collects stamps. Like I feel like yeah. that's not a thing anymore. Yeah, or coins. Yeah, uh, coins are cool though. I halfway get that one. That's that, called a numismatist, right? I like that one. Yeah, I don't know numismatism. Couldn't tell yeah, it's numism. It's a numismatist. Yeah, that's a coin collector. A lady at work that like works at a different location, um, like a different department from where I work at. She was like running a, a concession stand for a long time, and she was just basically doing it out of the goodness of her heart. She was like, "We should have one of these, and I'm just gonna do it," kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And it was great. Like she had. It was like a little bodega she had set up. Like in That's the morning, cool. like I wouldn't even at the time, like I would stop most mornings to get like a bite to eat and like an energy drink or something. And like when I was working over there, like I never had to do that because I would just walk in and she sold everything like at cost. So it was like really cheap. Nice. I was gonna tell oh, yeah. So <laughs> so <laughs> like people it was just honor system, like she just had a bucket out and it was like, you know, just put the money in there, get whatever you want, kind of a thing. And um, like she had a and it's pretty insane collection of like foreign coins from people just like not paying attention to like what they're paying with or whatever. Hmm. She had like a like a little cup with like foreign coins like from her doing that or That's whatever. Cool. And I was like, you should you should make like a plexiglass like display thing and put it in yeah, your office. That and cool. that would also be like an homage to like the time you ran a concession stand, totally like volunteer. Like I think yeah. I don't know because I thought that was cool. Her name's Carol. She's a national treasure. Did you want me to bleep her out or not? No. You just said her name. No, Carol's. Carol's fine. Just the other part. Carol's a pretty common There's name. There's so many Carol's. <laughs> We've been collecting, since Jameson was born, these pens like from the State Fair. Hmm. Um, it's like a super old man thing to collect. But my cousins have done it for like 36 years. And then I was like, that seems like a fun thing to do. And you get like a timeline of your kids growing up. So we're going to have a, a black year. I'm just going to put like a literal black, black one and put COVID on it. <laughs> like a black button. But I thought you mean you were all going to like wear black. No, no, no. Listeners, though, they're buttons with a clown from the Oklahoma State Fair, and they have our pictures on them. Um, they're nightmares. They're not nightmares. I'm kidding. I just but yeah, we could, there was no out. fair, and there were no clown stick pictures with, so mm. we didn't do I'm one last pre- year. Dude, if you're motivated, you can find a clown to take a picture with. <laughs> Come here, clown. You can make that happen. <laughs> we could hook that up right now if you wanted to. Yeah, but it wouldn't be the same. So. <laughs> it's already 2021. We missed it. The so. magic wouldn't. But it's not it's not our fault. And that'll be a memory in itself if I just put like COVID twenty twenty. Yeah, for real. It's That's funny. its own its own memory. If you ever like display those in any way, like that being in there would be really funny. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I I don't know. I finished up my um the run of The Walking Dead that I'm gonna keep yesterday. Um I went to half price books on my way home from work and they had number eighteen and number twenty, which is the only two that I needed. Perfect. So. So now I have one through twenty, and I'm not gonna buy the rest because they go up to like seventy something, I think. And I'm like, that's too many. Yeah. 
I'm I'm gonna walk away from my computer for a second. I still have my headset on, so I can hear you. Just so you know, you can cut that out, so I can still answer questions. But okay. I I'm gonna I'm I'm always get a drink. By on, I mean, really, like with comics yeah, specifically. Background. Can I just? I'm yeah, interrupt. go ahead. That background's awesome. I have a lot of that dude's art like saved on my computer. Isn't it good? Yeah. I don't know his name, but I see his stuff all the time on Reddit. I knew his name, but I don't remember. Sorry, man. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think I never got good at collecting things because I was just like cribbed off my brother's collections of stuff. Mm, that's fair. Because he really is like, if you want to talk about collecting comics, yeah. he has a collection. He really does. So Does Jeremy? Yeah. <clears throat> and I would just like sit in his room and read his comics. Mm-hmm. Like he, I remember Nick talking about Jeremy's room like it was just this magical like hogwarts library yeah. of comics i mean it kind of was yeah I, I was in there a couple times too it really was <laughs> so he had so they're called they're called long boxes but like you know like the width of a comic right yeah they're they're that width so you put one in that way and they're probably about yeah what how, how long they're about that? three feet long i have some of the three mini i have the small boxes right there they look like yeah, that those but are the longer. small ones they're like twice that yeah it's that he, but double I've seen those like at stores, just on tables. Yeah, like, yeah. The, yeah, 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 exactly. At the height of his collection, he had fifty of those. Wow, something like Holy that. Holy cow! In his room. Plus, uh, I don't know if they were all in his room. Like in the maybe, attic. Maybe I'm like, maybe I'm overshooting. Maybe, maybe it wasn't fifty. You gotta get up your mic, bud. We're losing you. What? We were losing you in the. Oh. You're too far away. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they were all in his room, and I don't. I I may be overshooting at fifty, but he had, I mean, at least thirty. Yeah, quite as well as trade paperbacks. I just remember I went to your parents' house one time in like it had to be high school, and Jeremy wasn't living there, but he still had like stuff there. Oh yeah. And Rachel was like, "Come look at this," and so we just went to Jeremy's room, and I was like, "This, this room is amazing," because <laughs> it was yeah. just comics, and he had an X Men arcade game, I think, if I remember right. Uh, the arcade game was Return of the Jedi. It was Return of the Jedi. I just remember there was an, a lot of X Men stuff, and there was an arcade game. So was that the same it. as the SNES Return of the Jedi? No. This is older. Cool. But this, just... this is yeah, this is like an eighties arcade game. Oh gotcha. Nice. So yeah. Dude, I've been getting into this is sorry, listeners, we're catching up on a bunch of stuff because we haven't podcasted in a while, so just enjoy. I've been getting into um, like emulators on computers as well as my phone. Mm-hmm. And I've downloaded I paid five ninety nine for like a decent emulator in the app store. because um, it'll run everything from the Nintendo DS down and that includes like PSP or other stuff like that. Um, and I've just downloaded every game I've ever wanted because they're free, and it's fantastic. Awesome. It's basically killed my hey. phone's memory, but I don't even care. Did I retro? I used to love emulators. What's that? I, I say I used to love emulators. Um, that's why I built my my Raspberry Pi into like a, an emulator. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that out. So anyway. Yeah, man. His room was awesome. That's right, Josh. Just edit out everything you don't like. That's <laughs> I perfect. D- I do anyway. Well, I don't listen to it, so there you go. <laughs> I just try and protect you guys' anonymity, anonymity when it comes to like... Our, our CNN. That I do appreciate. Yeah. Like, if you say something that I'm, I'm like... i be a celebrity here. <laughs> like, I just want to live a normal life like you guys. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if you guys say something that's like, mm, I don't know about that. that might, they, might, they might regret that later. I delete it. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm just for some reason I have this feeling like I have a high percentage of the like of the of those I mine are like a high percentage. Yeah, you're the winner. It's you. Yeah, it's you then Chase, but Chase hasn't been on in like 15 episodes, so you, that's why you've overtaken him because it was Chase and now it's you. I don't like get off on being that guy. It just comes to me naturally. It's no, you just say things that I'm like I want to take that out just for Nathan's sake. 
That seems like something he probably wouldn't want out in the world. <laughs> I'm just not careful, basically. That's cool. Because I'm, well, no, never mind. I'm a safety net for you guys. Anyway, so. Uh, it's Seth, become lost media. I mean, there's at least three whole episodes that haven't been published. One of which was recorded. The last episode. In the pandemic. I posted one of the, uh, we had four, and then I posted one. It was one of the really early episodes that I just never got around to editing. Um, and I posted it a long time ago. And so there's only three lost episodes now. I'm not lost. They're just on my computer. There's one that's like legit lost, though, I thought. that we There is there recorded. is one that's just lost, yeah. And then the recording was bad or something. The recording was corrupted, and it just, it just I couldn't I couldn't salvage it. I, it was just garbled noise. I remember that one. That was the best one. That was the best no, one. That, I mean, was, that was the one that was going to kick us off. Into that was the, the one that was going to put us in the big yeah. time. Yeah, we were going to get like all the, like the ringer was going to call us and be like, you yeah. guys want a podcast? The deepest conversation you've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, Get us it some was of that there. sweet, sweet podcast money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's That was going to be how we were going to get sponsored by Blue Apron. Blue Apron was calling. Max Fun so was calling. So they could fix all our financial problems. Headgum was falling, calling. We just, you know, but oh well, it's gone now. It's gone now. We'll never recapture that magic. The singularity had just happened for a moment, and then it was gone. Would you guys do the time capsule, to like to just like see what happens? Like if you could, if you could somehow, if they could make that singularity thing. That they, let me start over, listeners, because that was before the episode started. So these researchers in Japan basically made a singularity, proving that there are like two types of wormholes um, with math and magic. I'm guessing one of which is like not physically possible to, if mathematically, not possible to enter because it would kill you. But it would work. Like, your body would come out the other side. Um, and then the other one was basically like a time capsule. Like, you would step into whatever machine they build to start the wormhole, and then you would instantly step out of it. But however much time they set it to would have elapsed in the time you stepped through. So Describe be, to me, in qualitative terms, if you have to, like, what's the difference between a wormhole and a black hole? A wormhole has an opening, and a black hole... Theoretically, it's just a continuous okay. crushing. So a wormhole, you come out somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, my understanding is that the problem with a black hole, and the reason why you can't get near it, is because the gravity ramps up so fast that it would just stretch your body and tear it because it would be trying to Noodling. pull you yeah. towards itself faster than you could possibly travel there. Yeah. Basically. And what they did with this... So with a wormhole, do you not also have that, like... No. And it, the reason why... That's a really good question because that was a part of the article. Um, is they basically? Well, you said like there's you could survive it, so I'm like, well, it's obviously not stretching you to death. Mm-hmm. Like, well, they they destroyed the event horizon, which is the whole. That's a big deal, apparently, um, when it comes to like entering a black hole. Um, I don't know how they did that because once again, magic. But they destroyed the event horizon and basically made like a stable singularity that could like pass information through. What is the event horizon? The event horizon is the Wait. area around a black hole where space time starts to warp. Okay. Um, it's and it's. I think it's essentially the point of no return, right? Yeah. Like, once you're in the it's, event it's horizon, the, it's the point where the gravitational force is so strong that uh, nothing can escape right. its surface. And from it's what I understand, that, like you, yeah, you would you're just not get out of that. You wouldn't. Ex- you wouldn't experience spaghettification until you were like already very deep inside the wormhole. Like I've heard that. Sorry, yeah. like there's you, you wouldn't experience what spaghettification, where oh, you like stretch yeah, yeah. and stuff. Like a, a lot of simulations say that from your point of view, everything would be fine and nothing would be wrong. You would just pass through, and you would see like the world, like the the light around you stretching 
around you, like almost like a sphere entirely encompassing you as it stretches, like the light entering it stretches all around. Mm -hmm. And then it would suddenly shrink to a pinpoint in the distance as you slowly get deeper and deeper inside the black hole and you would never be able to get out. Oh my God. And then once you, once you reach the singularity at the center, you would just be like either stretched to infinity or crushed into it. Either way, you're not going to notice because you'll be long dead by that point. That was a lot. Damn. From having uh, Damn. Wow. starved to death as you enter this massive thing. Unless it goes fast. I don't know what the speed of a black hole is on the inside. Denton, where are you at? The speed of a black hole on the inside? Like the speed of gravity. Do we know the speed of gravity? Let's Google that. Does I don't gravity have a speed? know if it has a speed. It's a universal constant, right? I was about to say, if it it's doesn't a, have a, a speed, force. it's the only thing that doesn't. Hmm. Right? Because like, cause light speed is like the speed limit of the universe, right? Oh, wait. The gravitational waves, That the whole thing was measuring speed. Like gravitational speed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's why so, that was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's the whole reason. The <laughs> because that's the first time yeah. we've observed it. Like, we knew that that was probably the case based on the math, but, like... The speed of gravity has been measured for the first time. This is from 2003 when the gravitational oh. waves thing <laughs> happened. Uh, speed of gravity oh, has been... Apparently. That's what this says. That feels, I feel like that was way what more was recent. I, thinking? Like, I was thinking of something else. Well, no, they, they detected gravitational waves. Right. There must have been something else. must have been something else then. I don't know. popped up with the same thing. Um, okay. It says that the experiment showed that it travels at the speed of light, meaning that Einstein's general theory of relativity has passed yet another test with flying colors. Okay, I think I did. I had heard that, that it was actually the same speed as the speed so of light. So you... Now, what I want to know is, would you fall at the Lazy speed of gravity, or would you just fall at the velocity you went into a black hole at? What'd you say? I said lazy programmers. <laughs> I just picked That's the why. same number for both. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, if we're in a simulation... They're never, they're never yes. going to get this high. We'll just stop it there. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Oh, I That's why we have to cheat with things like wormholes. I mean, honestly, though, if we can harness wormholes, which I don't think is going to ever be possible, but if we could, and you could figure out a way to place them, which I also don't think would be possible, because all this just sounds like magic at that point... But that's the only way we're going to get to other galaxies. Like, we're never going to get to another galaxy with... Even if we had a faster-than-light ship, it would still take billions of years, right? It depends on the galaxy. Well, faster-than-light is theoretically not possible. That's true. Even if we had a light-speed um, ship, it would still take an insane amount of time. Plus, you got to calculate in slowing down. So it would take even longer. Yeah, to slow down from light-speed without killing everyone on board would be a challenge. I mean, but everybody on board is going to be long dead, though, right? Like, if you, you need a generational, a, generational, generational it, it ship. De it depends on how far you're going. Like, was Al I forget how far, like, our closest celestial Andromeda neighbors are. Andromeda is the closest. And it's... I want to say, like, 80 light years. Andromeda is a galaxy. I'm not talking about a star. Oh. Two point... Oh, not near a star? Yeah, near a celestial... Like our, our nearest solar system, the nearest star that we know is of. Alpha Centauri, right? I'm uh, thinking Proxima. of it. Yeah, you, oh, Proxima, Proxima Centauri, Centauri, and then Alpha Centauri. Mm -hmm. Okay. Regardless. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like we'd have to. I don't know how long it would take, but I mean, it would take like let's just say somewhere something's like ten light years away, traveling at the speed of light, ten years. 
but then you have to calculate like speeding up and slowing down. But I don't think that it would make it exponentially longer. Maybe make it from like 10 years to like 30 years or something. Still. I read a uh, sci-fi book a while ago called The Sparrow where the way that they built ships was um, like to this point humanity could was at least to like the asteroid belt, right? To where they could go out there regularly and we're mining asteroids mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So the way they would build a ship is they would um, essentially like hollow out an asteroid and then use material from the asteroid to fuel the ship. Yeah, and then you just spin it. So and you, you spin it. Yeah, oh, that's you cool. Spin hey, it you so got to come up to your mic for you to talk. Oh, sorry. And also not punching it would probably also be really helpful. It'd probably be cool too, yeah. yeah. You spin it so that it has gravity and also... I mean, I think it just helps with the speed or the way that it travels. Do you want to hold your mic? Would that be easier that we can lean back? Yeah. You can do I've that. done that in the past, but like... You definitely have. I thought I got yelled at for it. No. <laughs> what I yelled at you for was you kept dragging it on your shirt. Oh. Because on the... You, you would be talking and then you'd bring it down and be like... <laughs> on the recording. What we need to figure out is the Alcubierre White warp, dri- warp Drive. That'd be really cool. Which is, I've talked about it before on the podcast. You definitely have, but do it again. It basically, it doesn't, it doesn't move faster than light, but it does move faster than light. Because it technically is warping space, and it's not moving faster than light. It's displacing itself... It's, it's basically moving the space around it to an extent where sure. it, it like compress it compresses space in front of the of it and stretches it behind to where it's basically riding like a wave of compressed space time and it technically is not moving faster than light it's just moving space itself which is theoretically possible but the energy consumption would be like unimaginably huge it'd be insane we have no we have we, we can't do that. we, we do also that. don't we also don't know how to proper like we don't have the material of the right like structure and like strength to be able to withstand that like the stresses that it would cause where's that vibranium at <laughs> it's all in wakanda but yeah it would be it would be pretty cool that's one of my favorite like theories about propulsion, which is a weird thing to have a favorite theory about. Hmm. All I know is that in Elite Dangerous, it takes me it would take me a literal month to like Elite for those of you who don't know, Elite Dangerous is a literal space sim um, where you buy ships that are they have like a they call it witch space and it basically can jump from system to system. Um, and they have as far as we know, every like the the full Milky Way is explorable. Um, every star that we know of is mapped into the game, and you can go there. Um, and it takes it would take me three months in game to go just to one side of the Milky Way and from like Soul System. Um, so I just don't I don't know. Like that's and this is like you're you're working under the assumption that you're gonna have like really highly advanced spaceships and yeah navigation and all that there you go your mic is weird yeah i heard that that was weird 
But yeah, that's under the assumption that you're going to have like great technology, and like that's not what we have now. And it takes place in the year like twenty three thirty or something like that. It's a great game. I highly recommend it to anybody. It is not for people who get nauseated. Yeah, Seth gets easily. really motion sick playing it, and so he can't play it with me, which sucks because it's pretty much the only game I want to play. I mean, it's largely a flying game, right? Yeah, but there's other stuff you can do now. You can land on planets, and you can like drive in rovers, and they have a new expansion coming out where you're going to be able to do like go into space stations and walk around and stuff. Oh, cool. Um, and I have a three-person ship, technically four-person ship, um, so I can run like a fighter bay where I can like launch out fighter pilots. Um, Who are you fighting? Aliens? Uh, other players are aliens, yeah. There's like these plant-based aliens that attack, and it's... I've never seen one in the they game. They come out of planes, then you don't have to feel bad when you kill them. <laughs> There's something like... Yeah, they definitely did that. <laughs> I don't know. I just know that the uh, the game itself, since it's the actual Milky Way, there's only around 7,000 players globally. And so you can play on the full, straight-up, like, online side of the game, and you're just you can go months without seeing anybody because there's so many places to go. It's really cool. How many users, like, what's, like, a high, like, amount of users for them? On, like, on, uh, at a certain time? General, yeah. Concurrent so, users or whatever? Technically, they all, this is weird. I don't know how this works because I'm not a programmer. But Frontier, the developers, said that how it works is that between the PlayStation, Xbox, and PC users, there's around 7,000 users, and that they all occupy the same server space, but they don't interact so I don't know how you would measure that necessarily. So, because you... Okay. Yeah, so like, yeah, you can't really think about it in terms of them being like concurrent players. Yeah. Okay. So, never So mind. you might have never like 5,000 on one moment, but they might be split up between three different like platforms. And there's Versions no... of reality. They don't all exist in the same version of reality. Yeah, and there's all no... All those versions of reality all exist on the server mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird to think about. So... Yeah. I don't understand it. I'm not a programmer. You and Seth are programmers. Maybe you guys get that more than I do. Explain it to us, Seth. Yeah, Seth, explain it to us. I mean, I know how it works, but... we got to make sure you do. Seth, you're muted. that oh. better? Yeah, I just heard you. Okay. I'm not, I mean, I'm not a programmer. Not, not really. I took some programming classes and then ended up going into actual regular IT, so... Same. So you're a coward is what it is. Yes. Sure. Just kidding. Programming is bigger than me. Seth, what was the other thing you said you wanted to talk about? I've lost it. I didn't write it down. I don't remember. Sorry. That's okay. I'll edit out the dead time anyway. No one will ever the know. The dead time's where the magic happens. <laughs> no, the dead time's where we sit here and don't talk. <laughs> There's no magic happening. Uh, the magic of silence. <laughs> Listen to the sound. Let me just go to the Black Mesa text thread. I should be a soul for people that are like trying to put a podcast together. Like, I've been on a podcast for years. You should hire me to, like, coach your people. <laughs> yeah. Dead air Whenever you is, is essential. Dead air is a... It doesn't seem like it, but it's a gift it's a if gift. you know how to use it's it. It's a gift that you need to learn to harness. Don't be afraid of dead time. Respect, oh. respect the silence. And I was don't worry. About- Just sniffle and clear your throat into your mic it's all the time. It's important for it to sound organic and natural. Yeah, try eating into the microphone, too. Listeners love it. They genuinely take love a it. drink. So what I was going to talk about was something that Seth is 
Seth Valentine's pretty interested in because you brought it up a couple times on the podcast, but it's finally been used for something you predicted. So there was that Texas mom, Texas mom, Pennsylvania, way off. There was that Pennsylvania mom that used deep fake to try and get other cheerleaders kicked off her daughter's cheerleading squad. And that is bonkers. And I mean, clearly I haven't haven't heard about this. Yeah. She basically like she made deep fakes of them like in very bad situations. Yeah. Pornographic, I think. Pornographic parties, like drinking, doing drugs. Yeah. But she, she like. Yeah, put them in those situations. How much you want to bet those were super obvious defakes? Uh, I don't know. I haven't. I didn't want to look and see. No, yeah, so. no, yeah. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Let's pull it up. I'm just saying. I'm. I'll bet all the money in my wallet against all the money in your wallet. That those are obvious. She sent it. Okay, a Pennsylvania mom has been charged with three counts of cyber harassment of a child after she sent deepfake videos and photos of her daughter's cheer rivals to their coach, Raphael Spone. Raffaella Spone allegedly sent altered photos of her daughter's teammates nude, vaping, and drinking in an effort to get them kicked off the team. Snow Spone also sent harassing messages to. I can't. I think it's something. To the girls. Oh, to the girls and to the cops. Oh, no, no, to the girls. Yeah, to the girls that the cops were able to track. That's what it is. I mean, look at her, though. She looks like an outstanding citizen. Yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't. Yeah. Listeners. She looks like a Batman villain that is just like a C-tier villain. Yeah. I mean, with the technology there, like, someone was going to be the first. Right? Someone was going to use it, and they're just going to be more, I think. Uh-huh. It's going to keep happening. It's super messed up, but like, it's just kind of the way humans are. Like, we find messed up ways to use things. Yeah. We're going to abuse it. Give us the technology and see. If you want to play test it, give it to humans. What if that's what we are? What if that's what humanity is? Is like, the universe is like, we got this new thing. Here, let's see what the humans do with it. And they're like, okay, that's everything that'll go wrong with it. The developers have like an actual reality that they're working on. And then yeah, we're just testing the like patches before they get pushed before they get pushed to like production. So anyway, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be misused if humans have access to it. Um, but it'll also be used in creative and beautiful ways too. Like it's just just the nature of humanity, right? Yeah. Yeah. I kinda think we are just that playtest group for whatever other reality. They're just like, let's see what let's see what happens when we tweak this lever. We do this. How could it go wrong? Right, Check. Now, now introduce the murder hornets. Introduce, see, see what they happens. do. Okay. We, okay. Didn't react well. Let's not introduce those into our universe. Let's see how they do with the pandemic. Mm, not so hot. They don't believe in science anymore. Hmm, note that down. That was. That's been. We've been working on that for a while. We've been trying real hard to not yeah. believe in science. Everybody, by the way. Almost everyone has like a part of science. That they're like, nope. Nope. Don't believe that. I don't know that. Birds aren't real. I've never seen one, is all I'm saying. I'm just saying, if you have an agenda, science not ju- science isn't your friend. Because, like, it's objective, that's kind of its thing. What if your agenda is to advance science? Then you don't have science. Checkmate. Biases. Checkmate, atheists. I would hope. I don't know, man. I don't feel like you have to have an agenda. But I just think that... Wait. Explain that, what you just said. You said, I think if you have an agenda, there's some science that disagrees with you. Right. And I'm saying I don't think every agenda is that way, but I think you're not wrong. I'm just saying, like, I don't think that's a universal statement. Okay. I'm okay with that. I've never trusted science since she blinded me with it. 
That was awful. I was trying to find a way to work it in. I couldn't get there. <laughs> That's twice tonight, Seth. You got to get on your game, man. I know. I'm I'm off, definitely off it. He didn't even like yes and anything. He just like made the just reference. Off the cuff, yeah. Just make the reference, man. The reference is the right. joke. Haven't you watched uh what's that show about the nerds that's not very good? Oh, Big uh, Bang Theory. Big yeah, Bang Theory. Big Bang yeah Theory. that's the joke. Yeah, the reference is the joke. Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh track. And then three sex jokes in a row. But like not good sex jokes. <sighs> We're crushing it. I mean, do you guys feel this? It is going to flow better. Do you guys feel this electricity? It's going to flow better in the actual recording because I'll edit it. It's going to sound so jumpy. Like the pitch of every other sentence is going to be totally different. It'll be fine. It's just going to be jump cut to death. (laughs) (laughs) This is not the first time we've had a a slow night and it's it's never noticeable in the recording. It's always good. Just just auto-tune it. And release it as an auto, a special like auto tuned episode. Special auto tuned episode. Our first episode in seven months. That's the, how the, the, the musical special. Well, the let's not bust that out net yet. That's a powerful tool. Like let's. Yeah, no, that's that's good. You got to save that. That's like a fine wine that <laughs> yeah. you don't you don't bring it out for just the regular guests. Yeah. You bring it out for the president, right? Right. Yeah. Why is the president at my house? Tell you me. You really only do it once because it's like it's pretty. The auto tuning thing is like a pretty gimmicky. I feel like you can do it once. T Pain has his own Twitch stream. And uh, he starts off every episode rapping, and it's fantastic. You just said you can't do autotune as your gimmick, and that made me think about T Pain because that was his gimmick for a long time. Well, the thing well, is, no, he can actually his, sing. He can it's really like sing. Yeah, he can sing super good. He on the his NPR his tiny, tiny desk, desk hunter was yeah. great. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Seth? No, 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 no you're not no. here, so you don't matter as much. What were you gonna say? Oh, okay. No, it's nothing. Oh, come on. I was just going to say, like, it better be auto tune was his whole thing from the beginning. So that's the only reason that it worked. Yeah, but he's not, I mean, he doesn't do it anymore. Yeah. I I don't listen, I didn't listen to him. So I don't, I don't know if that's that he doesn't do that anymore. Man, I don't know. Hey, did your coworker continue making fun of you for me having you listen to Miley Cyrus at work? I only listened to like three songs. Oh. But he did that's make a fun good of album. for those three songs. It's early yet for me to like decide what side of it I'm on, but I do I like it so far. Yeah. Uh, listeners, for those who don't know, like I recently just started spam texting all my friends Miley Cyrus's uh, Plastic Hearts album because it's fantastic, and I've never liked a Miley Cyrus album before, and it's really good. It's genuinely, genuinely good. Is it? Is she doing covers? Is no, doing... it's there no. are covers on there, but most of it's original. The last three songs are covers. Well, the last three are like mixes of her songs and oh, okay a, uh, but yeah, zombies okay. a cover and then what's the other one glass um i don't remember uh, the names on. i've only listened to it I once I've, I've listened to a fair amount of her recently doing 80s covers yeah and she just like her voice just suits that it's awesome okay the last song is heart of glass so heart of glass zombie those are the only two covers on the album and they're fantastic but but um, Edge of Midnight has um, Stevie Nicks, the White Wing Dove. White Wing Just Dove. Like What's that song called? Edge of Seventeen. Yeah, Edge of Seventeen. Oh, Edge of Seventeen. Okay, so Edge of Midnight is a cover, it's or is like a, a it's a mashup? Cover. Yeah, it's a yeah. mashup of of Midnight Sky and Edge of Seventeen, and it's fantastic. It's like, really good. The whole album. I'm not kidding. Like from start to finish. This I know this isn't a music podcast that we're doing, but it. Like it just, I just can't not talk about it. It's so good, and I'm, I don't know. 
she was uh, under Disney forever, and they wouldn't let her do what she wanted. And then she was under her manager for a long time. And then I guess her dad was really heavily involved, and she couldn't do what she wanted. And now she's just kind of out from under all those people, and it's like... She's having her own stringer. Yeah. Like she's been having it for like... I was going to say, she hasn't, she's never like, not been having her own stringer. Like a decade now. <laughs> but <laughs> she's putting least. out music that she wants to put out, and it's like way better than anything she's put out before, because it's... It, I don't know. It just feels more real. She had, she did a really good cover of uh, Jolene. Yeah, dude. Oh, that Jolene cover is fantastic. Welcome to my Miley Cyrus fan cast. I don't listen to anything pre-2014, apparently. Look, we're fans of things. That's kind of what this whole thing's about anyway. It's, it's a Hannah Podtana. Hannah Podtana. We're talking about things that we're fans of. Sort of. Yeah, that's kind of how Isn't that all it. a podcast usually is? Uh, sometimes it's news, but then in that case, you're fans of the news, right? Is it? Is that what it is? Is that are all pod- podcasts just like people's interests? I think so. Yeah, just like niche, mm-hmm. Ni- niche, niche. Some if that's like not the case, then serial. there's there's a lot of problems with there being true crime podcasts. <laughs> I mean, no, but that those are interests. Those are people's hobbies. Yeah, true crime is a straight up hobby. In. I'm really interested in those stories. I mean, a podcast isn't a need, so like it makes sense that it would just be stuff mm-hmm. that you just liked, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm trying to think what it would be if it wasn't that, right? Like, it like would be, announcements be, from the government, or like yeah, my buddy it'd be Andrew an, has it'd an be idea. Entirely factual announcements. My buddy Andrew has an idea to start an Oklahoma podcast um, that just talks about like resources for the homeless and like um, low income families, and it would just be like a resource podcast. I think I've talked about it before. Interesting. Um, and so, I mean, that would be, I don't know if that, but I mean, in that case, his passion is like the homeless. So would that still count as that niche? Because it's not as entertainment, but it is something that he cares about. Right. Yeah. It, it's almost like public It's a little bit different. Yeah. But like in podcast form. I would say it still kind of falls though into that same like, tr- maybe a different branch, same tree. Kind I'm of not thing. opposed to that idea though. Like I think it's a really good idea. I think it'd be interesting to see more like, like not only stuff like that, but like what's going on judicially, like in your city. Like there's a yeah. few people. There's like the the three people in Oklahoma City that care about local politics. Like I could all get on and talk about local politics. Like mm-hmm. more stuff like that would be cool. There's a podcast called Congressional Dish. Um, I forget the name of the woman that runs it. Paula Dean. I'm not gonna guess. But Diane Feinstein. <clears throat> maybe I'll think of it later. Maybe I won't. Aaron. Like she covers every congressional session. She covers every bill that gets voted on. And she goes through like every piece of legislation and like breaks it down. It's like a, it's it's a, it's incredible that like somebody would just like volunteer to like take that on. Yeah. Like because she believes that people should know what's going on in government. Well, yeah, it's got it's like a passion project. Yeah, but like, I don't know, stuff like that's cool. Yeah, that's kind of what I like Agreed. about. I think I guess that's what I like about podcasts is that like the it's it, the entry level is so easy that like you get a lot of stuff like that. Sure. Like things that you would never think of being, and some of them are like really like financially viable. Like they have enough listeners, and they have. But well, I don't know. The thing is, like you can make, like if you can get a good thousand listeners, you can make decent money with a podcast. It's just hard to get to that point. You just have to get out there. I guess the point that I was making with the podcast is that like there are a lot of like really successful podcasts in terms of like money, but still with podcasts because the medium, the entry, the cost of entry is so low to the medium like the it's the passion that always like follows the money yeah like i don't know like even of like the huge podcast that i know of like you know rogan is the biggest one obviously and like that was just 
dicking around in front of a camera with his comedy buddies, and then like eventually yeah. it just seemed, you know. Mm-hmm. So like even that one, even even though like the, the the most like successful one that we know of, like still isn't even really like about the money. It kind of is, but I mean he'd be doing it anyway. He would be doing it anyway. He did take a sh- a lot of money. He took yeah. a lot of oh, money yeah. <laughs> to he, move to Spotify. Joe Rogan's made plenty of money on the podcast. I'm yeah. I'm not saying that. I actually haven't listened to his show as much since he moved to Spotify. Like hardly at all. I know. Um, I pay for Spotify, so I guess I'm still paying him. But like, I just haven't had as much interest because it's not as the platform is. Spotify podcast isn't great. It's just not. Yeah, I've listened to a couple of episodes since the move that I liked. Oh no, I haven't had any problems with the ep- like the couple that I've listened to. I've enjoyed because I, but they were guests that I would have listened to on the old format also. So it's the, it's not the format. It's, and it's the actual. I don't um, like the fact that I have Spotify Premium and they're still they still break up his podcast to give me ads. That makes me just so angry because I'm like, what are you doing? I'm paying for premium. I don't want to have ads. It's the whole reason I'm paying for premium like that because there weren't ads on it, the old show. So is he not on YouTube anymore or is the show no. still on YouTube? No. no. The first 500 episodes are still on YouTube, I think, and that's it. Um, but he has like 1,500 at this point, something like that. Oh, wow. So, but yeah, they, uh, I don't know, YouTube kept pulling and pulling off the episodes and I don't, I don't want to talk about Joe Rogan, um, but all I'd say, like, the episodes that I did listen to and enjoy... I stopped talking about Joe Rogan, like, five minutes ago. I know. Just, I, I would just like to say... <laughs> five, it wasn't five minutes ago. It was, like, two minutes ago. Whatever. However long that was. But, yeah. Time is, like, relative or whatever. That's true. Time yeah, is... The, the, the only time I really don't mind ads in things that I pay for is if it's, like... Like, if it were a podcast and they did it, like, they recorded their own ad where they're talking about the product and stuff it's like nope. then it, then i don't mind it as much nope if i'm paying for it i don't want the ads period yeah. like, just don't if it's like if it's a premium like if i'm paying for a patreon or like a spotify podcast like a spotify premium podcast or whatever like i just don't want ads on there because that's why i'm paying for it so i can skip the ads yeah because it's not like you're gaining access to something that wasn't that's available true. to you prior to having premium yeah exactly so what are we doing here that's, it just makes true. me angry i'm like what am i like why if I was gonna get ads like would I get more ads if I wasn't paying I guess I don't know it just it makes me upset totally, I hate totally flame in Spotify right now I don't care Spotify I'm, I don't care about Spotify dude I actually really like Spotify for the most part because I don't get ads on anything but podcasts and it makes me mad because I listen to about four or five podcasts on Spotify Mary turned me on to this really funny one called uh, Beach Too Sandy Water Too Wet and it's people just dr- doing dramatic readings of bad Yelp reviews. And it's fantastic. But even that gets – it's fantastic. Look it up. It's amazing. Um, it's these two siblings, and they just do dramatic readings, and it's amazing. There's um, a YouTube channel called Flame War Theater that uh-huh. it's people doing dramatic rereadings of uh, internet arguments. <laughs> it's also really good. They dress up like, like uh, Shakespearean, like thespians. <laughs> nice. Seth, what, tell us about a podcast you enjoy since we're just rambling now. Me? I was going to say, like, I don't actually mind um... – ads on podcasts because i prefer the model where the show is free but you can support them through patreon right Mm -hmm. so like those if i'm paying for it i mean it's just the same podcast that everyone gets right sure mind ad reads in that usually they have like little features like just for the patrons and stuff yeah exactly well see i'm fine with it so for example dungeons and daddies has Uh, yeah um fantastic podcast also if you're into nerd stuff um they have a patreon that i support and you get an ad-free episode, and you get it 
like an hour before it drops on Google or iTunes. I think that's the only real difference there. Um, but you don't get you don't do all the ad reads and stuff. But it's still the episode. Um, and the the ad reads I don't mind as much because they're the ones doing them and they add their own flair, they add their own jokes. I've never once heard stuff. one because I've only listened through Patreon. Oh well, I li- I, I listen to it on Castbox, mm-hmm. and they they have their ads. And they read them themselves and they just they're goofy and silly and dumb. And I don't mind them as much. That's also something I really appreciate on a podcast is when like would podcasters really like go the extra mile to make their ads like entertaining and funny. Yeah, they just don't read the copy yeah. just yeah. straight. I really like But I, then they also can get in trouble if they don't just read the copy that's straight. That's true. It depends yeah. yeah, it does depend. My brother, my brother and me gets they get dropped quite a bit for not <laughs> reading the copy or making fun of the product while they're reading the copy. Yeah, they had just their last episode, I mm-hmm. think. They did one where they were like all over the place on their ad read. Yeah, it was about and sheets, were, and he kept saying, I sheet the bed. <laughs> I sheet the bed. <laughs> uh, he's like, and I think, what they call it, a make good? He's like, we gotta do a make yeah, good. Yeah, we gotta do a make good. Yeah. We gotta fix that. So funny. Um, why are both, just to go back to Funko Pops for just a minute. Sure. Why are both your basketball <laughs> players laying down? They fell, because this this is a really wobbly. They're sleepy. Why did only they basketball flopped. players fall? No, there's some up there that have fallen, too. Oh. You can that makes sense. There are others that have fallen that I can't see because they they're they're falling down. Okay, anyway. Yeah, they just they fell over. So podcasts that I enjoy, I listen to a bunch of magic podcasts. I'm a big nerd. Uh-huh. And then uh, that goes back to your collecting too. Like you didn't Alistair say anything Crowley that you collect, and, but you collect magic yeah, cards. Yeah, I do collect magic cards. People like That's that. probably the thing I'm most consistently correct now. Collect now. Mm-hmm. Um, like I have a terrible vinyl collection that i started and stopped i, I love your vinyl collection you don't have a terrible vinyl collection i mean we don't have that many though that's because you just started like a year ago what are some oh, of your man. favorites no oh man what did you guys what are some favorite? of your favorites favorite vinyls yeah um see like and why one that i was gonna list i haven't even listened to yet the into the spider verse that i got that josh linked me to when it was on sale yeah, but you know, I mean, you've listened to that yeah. album. You just haven't listened to it on your phone. I think I was so taken by that multiple times a week. I was so taken by that movie visually that I don't have like a record of the audio in my head, bro. It's <laughs> I one just of the have best I just have images in my head. I guess yes. I need to rewatch it. So also the soundtrack. I mean, there are just snippets of it in the movie, really. Yeah. Like, Legitimately, though, like it's one of the best film soundtracks I've ever heard. It's so good. It's amazing. Crazy. It just that didn't leave an impression. Like all my impressions about it are like the visual aspect. Of well, that's because the movie is a visual triumph. So it's yeah. It's so and it's, it's so much to take the, in. The soundtrack is, but in I a mean, good way. It's used in the movie, but yeah. only in like snippets and parts. But it's a bunch of essentially rap and hip hop songs, like yeah. inspired by Spider Man. It's awesome. It's so good. So what are some other ones? Um, finals. Uh, being there is one I like a lot by Wilco. Um, do you have the Tame Impala? Do you have Currents? No, I don't have Currents. Bro, I got Currents the other day, and you need to get it. I know, it's so good. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? No, you I can't see it. That. that one. My wallpaper on my desktop changes every three minutes, and right now it's Elon Musk smoking weed. Hmm. But the smoke is going up and expanding into yeah, like into space. its own like it's, universe. Yeah, it's the universe. <laughs> <laughs> the smoke goes up into the sky and then condenses and becomes stars. Mm-hmm. Science. Just it like it doesn't real. sound right, but I don't know what you know enough about science to dispute it. So what you're saying Thank is you, we are all yes, like you're welcome. God's vape cloud. Is that what our universe? Whoa. Is? 
God was ripping fat tonight. clouds and created the universe. You just broke Nathan for a second. Damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> something about something, something Breath of Life. Something, something Stardust, Carl Sagan. We are all the results of God's cough. Stardust. <laughs> God smoked the sticky. God's, God sneezed and then, yeah. God smoked the sticky icky and here we are. Actually, so I've been watching the behind you. I have that Chromecast what on. What does God's weed cough sound like? Uh, the sound of thunder. Yeah, I was gonna say thunder yeah. too. It's perfect. It's a, it's, yeah, that's a good so I'm watching the Chromecast backgrounds, and I'm they're not as good as the backgrounds that I have on my computer, and I'm really disappointed in them. Me and my family took yeah, a vacation because of uh, those backgrounds, Chromecast backgrounds. We went to we went to Utah because of those. Yeah, which yeah. one? Oh, saw, the like, top, Utah, the sweet Utah one you wanted to visit. Do what? There was like a sweet background that you're like. Yeah, it, it would show Bryce Canyon all the time, and it would show Zion all the time. Yeah, and they were both in Utah. Oh my gosh! And I was like, guys, yeah, let's Zion just go to Utah. Because <laughs> like every time they would come up, we were like, God, these places in Utah are amazing looking. Mm-hmm. And like we we talked about this a couple of times, and finally I was like, like we should just go. And then well, we did. And so we went to like the Grand Canyon in Utah, and then like the Rocky Mountains over in Colorado. We yep. did like a big loop, and then came back to Oklahoma. It was That's awesome. so cool. How was it? So awesome, dude! It was oh, like yeah, a, it was a dope okay. like nature tour of like the Southwest. It was it was it was crazy. That sounds awesome. amazing. I I want to do that kind of thing so bad. One of you my life have goals. just like wandered out into the desert and done peyote and the cool thing nature. about like me and Sharon <laughs> being an adults and like being single and stuff is like you you can just pick up and go do stuff like that with your parents. Yeah, yeah. There's awesome. downsides, but like that's an upside. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we're like there. Part of the problem with like having kids is you have to plan everything out way in advance. Um, I love my kids with everything in me, but like I don't. Exactly. I can't. I can't just pick up like that. I wish I could. Yeah. But then I wouldn't have kids, so I don't wish I could. I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird emotion. Yeah, I like. My brother went skiing last weekend, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he's like, "You should come," and I was like, "You know what? Like, if I were single and didn't have a child, absolutely, totally would have just like picked up and gone." I floated the idea to Heather, but she shot it down. I was like, look, I can fly to Denver. Hey, wouldn't it be crazy night. if I went skiing this weekend? <laughs> look, I'll fly like, to Denver. Without Friday. you? She's like, yeah, that would be crazy. You're like, yeah, that ski, would be crazy. Ski Saturday, Sunday, <laughs> fly back Sunday night. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. No big like, deal. You just okay. watch the kid. There's, there's no fine. problems here. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I do remember, like, back in the day before, like, I mean, before Mary and I got married, like, we were all just hanging out, and we'd be like, you guys want to go to the lake this weekend? And we'd all just be like, yeah, let's go. So we'd go. And now that seems like insanity. You'd, you would literally have to plan it two months in advance. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. I, I'm Right now, I'm planning a vacation for 2022 for my family to just make sure everybody can go. Um, because You hear that, Seth? You're on notice. He knows. He's already paid for part of it. Yeah. It's going to be good. That's going to be a really good vacation. I'm excited. My kids are going to be... By the time we end up going, my kids will be six and four, and we're going to do a cruise out of Cape Canaveral, um, and we're, we're going to fly into Florida. We're going to do a cruise out of Cape Canaveral, and then we're going to come, it's going to be five days, come back, and then spend six days at Disney World, or well, just Orlando in general. Right. So it's going to be like a, an almost two-week vacation with the fam, and my kids will get to have like a really good Disney experience as well as like whatever we else decide to do in Orlando and go to the beach or whatever. It's going to be fun. There are no beaches in Orlando, by the way. I know, but like we can drive to the beach. The beach is only forty minutes away. 
Yeah. And we'll have a rental car. So it shouldn't be too hard. Go to the Everglades. I think. Pretty you should sure. definitely go to the uh like the uh the Kennedy, NASA stuff. Kennedy Center. I, yeah, the Kennedy yeah. Center in Camp Canaveral. I want we to went, it's real awesome. I like that's on my literal bucket list for my life, so I want to do it. Dude, you just like I did not grasp the scope of the size of the rockets until like you're in there standing with one. And you're like, Oh my god, they're and it's huge. like three football fields long. It's nuts. I would really love to see because they have like a complete Saturn V laid on its side, basically, right? Yeah. God, I would love to see that. I've got a picture on on my phone, but like you can't really tell because of the I've, scale. I've been up close to like Saturn, the Saturn V engines, because they have some at the uh, Space Museum in DC, in Kansas. It's oh. uh, who, who's the basketball team from Kansas that like they usually do pretty well in the tournament, even though they're like a Jayhawks. Even though they're like a lower. Oh, no, Wichita State. Wichita, yeah, Wichita State. Where, where are they from? What city is that? Wichita. Wichita. <laughs> is it Wichita, Kansas? Yeah, yeah, yeah Wichita, man. Kansas. No, th- it's Hutchinson. Hutchinson is what Hutchinson. I was trying to think. Oh, okay. Of. God. Okay, that was a st- st- that was the stupidest way I could have gone to Hutchinson. But, <laughs> but you got there. But I got there. You did. Whatever. I fed you a- all a bunch of nonsense, and then you guys <laughs> named the city. That would have been appropriate given my clues. And then I was like, no, it's this totally other city. It was a journey and we got there Jesus, together. That was stupid. You, you know, go, you know how hey, you know what happened there? You have to go through Wichita to get to Hutchinson. Like that's just what it is. I mean, yeah. isn't that how it works in life? You gotta go through Wichita to get to Hutchinson. That's what they say. It's the old saying. I'll tell you how I got there. I had a coworker that was from Hutchinson and he was a big Wichita State fan. <laughs> <laughs> So basically what I did is I played the Wikipedia game where you only use hyperlinks to get somewhere, but I did it in real life with you guys. <laughs> and I'm happy worked. to be your hyperlink. You're my hyperlink, Josh, and you're always purple. It's my favorite color. So <laughs> That was a really sweet compliment in a weird way. Do you guys think we'll get the, uh, speaking of hyperlink, do you guys think we'll get the um, high-speed rail system that they keep floating around? No. 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 Yeah, I don't either. I wish we would. I was hoping someone would be like, yeah, here's why, so that my negativity could be like no, pushed to the it's side. No, it's because it's something that would be really good, and it won't happen. Like, if there was a fiber fiber backbone that like ran all over the United States, that'd be awesome. A high-speed rail would be really awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just imagine humanity's had- overdoing anything grand. We're just not going to do anything grand anymore. We're over that. That was that was the that was the twentieth century. We're done with that. No more grandness. No more big projects. Now we're just gonna settle into like <laughs> patching potholes, but we don't ever really do that even. Or like uh, we're just gonna mow the grass, but we're not <laughs> actually ever gonna do that. And then we're gonna no, no, no. we're gonna we're gonna mow. We're not gonna weed eat an edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta cut costs. Oh no, humanity is me. <laughs> um. It's important that we save I mean, taxpayers. You money are humanity as often as possible. So that way we can take their tax money and give it to other countries, and then be like, "Here's fourteen hundred back for you guys, and here's nine hundred trillion for another." Don't look over there, dude. Like, okay, yeah, that's as far as I'm going to go with that. I don't think humanity's overdoing grand things. I think we just haven't done anything cool for a minute. Elon Musk is into doing grand. There's like people that are into yeah, doing grand things. I don't still. think we're over it. I just think. A lot of times it's harder to see the scope of 
when you're in it. Yeah, that makes sense. The thing is, we I mean, we just did something great. We just landed a rover on Mars. Fucking Mars. Yeah, that's huge. That's amazing. And like, I watched it live on Twitch of all things, and people, it it was it was a blip in the headlines. I guess I'm just a spoiled baby because like. I don't know. I just feel like things could be so much further along in so many areas. But I guess, like, if you did just take the time out to look at it. Yeah. It's it's just kind of like a... uh, It's a hard thing to wrap your head around because you can look at history and be like, look at all these amazing things that were accomplished or that, that we've done. And you don't, like... You don't realize that, like, at the time that that was happening, it felt really slow, right? It didn't feel... A lot of times, like something was happening. There, there are exceptions, right? Like World War II was obviously momentous, and everyone that was in it knew it was momentous yeah. as it was happening, right? But even that, I mean, it took five years, right? Yeah, to fight the war. So, I don't know. Yeah, nothing compared to the war on terror. Good God, <laughs> which <laughs> might still be going on. Is that still happening? We still doing that? We still doing that? Mission accomplished? Question mark? (laughs) I don't know. We just bombed the living crap out of Syria. So. Oh, neat. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, the media is not covering this. We got to remember that Biden was buddies with Obama. And Obama liked to bomb people. That was sort of his thing. But that's okay. He had other things that were good. At least he was, like, surgical about it and he used drones. Yeah. It's better than just, like, bombers, right? Or, like. Yeah. Artillery. I don't want to get political because I'm going to get political if we do this. Yeah. Because there was a whole caravan of like just regular immigrants that got bombed that, because the military mistook them. For, that was that was what happened in Syria. No, this was one of the a different drone strike. Mm. But that kind of stuff happens too. It, it's upsetting. Um, no, yeah, like drones are scary. Me and Denton totally got into a whole you. argument the other day. Not an argument. Denton basically just schooled me on drone technology um and made me feel stupid uh, thanks Denton. i know you're listening um but like he basically says like weaponized drones as in like the not drone strikes and like the kinds that we have now but like weaponized drones um like because i was talking about how drone swarms are a scary concept and he was just like no no we're not anywhere close to that technology don't worry about it so it made me feel better but it also made me feel dumb thanks Denton. but i am dumb so i mean you're not wrong Seth's gone. He's done. No, I'm here. He's I'm. I'm just. I just walked away from my computer for a second. I can still hear everything. He's laying down. The, you just can't see him. He's underneath where the camera. Comes. <laughs> he's reached no, that no, point no, no. in I this. About laying on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you would fall asleep. Oh, I definitely would. You guys hear me snoring on the podcast, listeners. We have this. Uh, I don't know these semi-annual Zoom meetings with our friend group, and Seth always starts up sitting. Starts <laughs> off sitting up, and then at some point he's like. Slouches, slouches with the camera like aiming at his forehead. <laughs> at some point, we'll just see the camera fall because he has fallen asleep. Yeah, I, de- I definitely fall asleep on the Zoom meeting. But we did have on the reg. another a member of our D and D group that meets via Zoom. Uh, did walk away from the camera to go do something and then never came back. And we we were really worried about this person, and we had to send Jolina over to their house to check on them. And it turned out they had fallen asleep because they were just a little bit too tipsy. Or tipsy, just like walked over to the bed and was like, I'll just lay here for a second and then, yeah, fell, asleep. And then fell asleep. I may have like hung out with that individual prior to them. Yeah, going you hung out with them to, that day. To D&D. You were part and of, you led up to the sleepiness. 
<laughs> he told the story of <clears throat> you guys hanging out two or three times <laughs> in a row. As, I'm kind of cons- as like, the reason. I feel that this individual needs to do a sleep study. I think this person falls asleep a lot. He the last like five times I've hung out with him, he just falls asleep. Yeah, like I say this out of love for this person. If if this person I don't know, ever, I'm, if this like, person ever hears, I'm debating this. on if I should cut this or not. I'm just saying, like anyway, yeah, we'll stop. But he falls asleep a lot. That person. <laughs> that person does. I was trying to not even use gender because I wanted it to be as vague as possible. But I yeah, just I was trying. Up. But then you guys did so. I was like, no, can I you, you can just bleep that. Bleep that. Just bleep that word. Sure. Uh, That'll fix it. <laughs> Are you okay, Seth? Do we need to stop? No, I'm okay. okay. We can stop. We've gone over an hour. I mean, with all the cuts I'm going to make, it's probably not quite an hour. But Well, what else do we need to talk about? <clears throat> we didn't talk about lost media. Talk about lost media, Seth. Oh, shit. Oh yeah, that was my topic. <laughs> yeah, let's. Mm. We had a pretty good. Like, I feel like we were talking about it and having fun with it earlier. Well, I've just been watching a lot of. I've getting. I've, I've been getting really deep in the rabbit hole of lost media on YouTube, of just things that existed at some point or still do exist that are just not readily available to the public, like. Uh, one of the examples that I used was Alfred Hitchcock's second film. I forget the title, but uh, almost every copy of it is lost. And uh, Hitchcock himself said that he was glad because he didn't think it was very good. <clears throat> but <laughs> do you think Hitchcock, like that, Hitchcock had like a hand in the disappearance of that? Probably not. I mean, it was they, they were made. It, no, it was it was at a time sense. where like. I would say, except for the sense that he himself probably didn't preserve anything, right? Like maybe some of the yeah, he stuff. he didn't, but because it was during a time where was it like the when was Hitchcock making his movies? Forties and fifties. Yeah, sixties. This one was earlier than that. I think it was like in the thirties. Yeah, he could, he definitely. And it was it was a time whenever preservation wasn't as good as yeah. it used to be. There were a lot of uh, studio fires. One well, that's because everything yeah. was preserved with acetate, and acetate explodes under like even yeah. like a low amount of heat. They're also if you've just... seen Inglorious Bastards, they cover it. That's true. Yeah, there also just wasn't like a lot of times there wasn't the idea that they were... they just didn't have it in mind like that there was anything worth preserving for something so this... something like eighty percent of all silent films from like the yeah. earliest days of cinema are gone. They just don't exist. When, when do you guys think that that like paradigm shift happened from seventies like, movies being seen as sort of like a, a frivolous or like not worth keeping around medium into being something that's like holy crap we have to like we have to Those lock these things in salt mines so that they can like yeah. last it was it's probably the sixties and seventies because that's around the time in the seventies yeah because that's around the time that they realized we should stop recording over stuff yeah. And so we reusing old like tapes yeah. and films and one stuff. Of, one of the most famous ones is the uh, is it the Tonight, Tonight Show with Johnny Carson? Johnny Carson, yep, yep. But yeah, because he did the show for forty years, fifty years, yeah, forever. But the first, you know, 
the first at least I think tw- it's like 25 years or something yeah, like that. Like it's a ridiculous the, at, amount of time. At least the first 20 years. They essentially like I'll look it up. So they would tape okay. the show right and then they would have those tapes and then they would just reuse the same tapes every week to save money. Which like now that we have digital storage that seems so insane. Right. Yeah, there's there's like you can find some clips here and there of that stuff but almost no like permanent full episodes. Yeah. We only have 33 complete episodes from the time period um when he started between yeah. the six, between 62 Dude, I'm a big like I'm a pretty like big Carson fan for being the age that I am. Between 62 and 72. They started recording years, them okay. in 72. Like saving them. When I was a kid, my my grandpa had this like DVD collection of like Carson clips and like I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I loved the guests and stuff and like even now like I go back and watch Carson on YouTube. So like this I don't know, it's just crazy to hear that like almost half of it isn't even there. Think of all like the gimmicks and stuff that are just gone. Yeah, dude. Yeah. The gr- yeah. It's gone. Yeah. But yeah, there just like wasn't that mentality that there is now where it's weird. Like we just kind of assume now that is that kind of is the moment forever. Is yeah. that kind of the moment that like Hollywood became self aware? Like or do we have you said sixties and seventies, so like in that time period, do you think that do you think there was like this is if you if we assume that like that's a moment that like Hollywood became self aware and they were like, Oh, this is actually like a really important medium that we need to preserve. Like was there also like would that was that attitude reflected in the films at the time, do you think? I don't know. Maybe See, a question, like, I don't know. My thought was so we've all everybody in this room and even like my parents, like, have grown up in an age where like if you wanted to watch something or listen to something or whatever, you may have had you may have not had instant access to it like we do now, but you could at least go to a library and get access to that thing. But like there was a time like probably like pre-70s, like, but maybe like in the early 60s and back when like you would go see it, you'd go see a show at a movie theater or whatever. And then like, that's the only time you're going to experience that thing. And that's that, a weird concept. That's perfectly obvious. You saying this now is like perfectly obvious to me, but I've, I've never really considered that before. Yeah. Like it's like if you, if you didn't see something and someone else, people didn't have like a bookshelf of movies at their house. Yeah. Like, and the libraries didn't have it because no one had a, a media to watch it with. You know, the, that is pretty. Wild. There was a, there was so a. So the only reason we I have s- any of these movies is because they were pre- preserved yeah. intentionally by. Sorry, Seth. Go ahead. That's okay. There's a tweet I saw the other day, and it's like in the '60s, if you wanted to see a picture of a raccoon, you would either have to already have a picture of a raccoon or go to the library to find a picture of a raccoon. And if you want a picture of a raccoon in a hat, forget it. That was the last part of the tweet. Yeah, that's right. You better get creative. I don't know. It's just, yeah. So, like, and, and I know that, okay, so back in the day, for instance, there were people, I said that, and now that I'm thinking about it, I know, I know that this isn't exactly what happened. Um, what I, my, my initial statement of, like, you, if you missed it, you were just, you missed it. But that's not entirely true. Because there were, they would have, like, picture show nights where people, they would re-air old movies. And so you could technically probably get a chance but that was based around your local theater having one bought it and preserved it and then two being willing to reshow it um and then i know that there were like av clubs that would also do the same thing like they would show old movies and stuff um a good example i can think of it for media would be uh that scene in the sandlot where they're reshowing the wolfman um and like it hercules oh, yeah. like chases the chases the benny end. through the screen like that was that kind of stuff happened but that that, it's that all was like con- at a community center type thing. It was. It was at a community center. And it's all contingent on other outside factors. You had no control over whether or not you were going to be able to engage in this media once you had missed it. That's bonkers. 
because we live in the age of instant access. Yeah, and, and like, we live in the age of permanence in a weird way too. Mm-hmm. It's it's like we we live we live like in an age of permanence, but I feel like our connection to like the things, our connection to like the media that we consume, and our connection to those things is like it feels more tenuous. Yeah, more mm-hmm. ephemeral. Well, I definitely agree. It's a weird disconnect there. It is weird, but I guess it like I guess the the challenge of being able to consume those things like. You appreciate it on a deeper level, maybe. You I do, but I also... So I had an existential moment the other day where I was like, there's no possible way I'm ever going to be able to consume all the media that I want to consume because I also have to live a life. Yeah, some people just like... I'm just going to do the, I'm just going to do the media. <laughs> like, that's, that's true. Some people do. But I have a life and I can't are, do that. Yeah, there are people that make that choice. Because like, there's so many things that I really want to see and I really want to read. Like For instance, I was thinking about Marvel's... Pretty much entire catalog from like 1985 to now. I was like, I would love to just read all of it. And then I was like, I can't. There's no physical way I could ever do that. Like, I don't have the time. I don't have the yeah, ability. It's, Dude, even it's if you too had much. the time, that'd be a lot for a person to take on. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's just there's no way. But and that's that's on top of the other things I want to consume also. Like there's you know <laughs> right. movies I want to watch. There's I have a slew of Netflix shows that I want to stream at some point. I have like a bookshelf right now that I'm looking at with mostly finished stuff on it. Um, but there's stuff on there that I haven't read even. It's like, So what do you do to like relax that part of yourself? I don't. I just constantly you just have a little bit of anxiety with, about it. with the angst of yeah. <laughs> um, it. Really, it really bothers me. I'm not even huh. kidding. Like, it, it really it is it's le- a legit anxiety. I've I, felt that before. Like, I have pretty hard FOMO when it comes to media. Not about other stuff, but like when it comes to media, I'm like, I want to consume it all. I'm a, I'm a pretty huge like movie fan. I watch a lot of... I'm not saying like I'm a cinephile because that mm-hmm. suggests that I'm like I have standards or something. <laughs> like I just like the I don't movies. Think you I have like, to have standards I like to good be a movies cinephile. and bad movies. I just like the movies that I like, but like I watch a lot of them. I think that makes you a cinephile name. But what I like about movies is that like hour and a half, two hours, that's a that's a story. Like, yeah. You can move on. That's part of what I like about it. And so I can consume a lot of them. But that's not true for like books, for instance. If I read like way faster it could be, but I read about as fast as I talk, so it takes a while. That's faster than me. I read so slow. Yeah, I tried uh, a couple, probably five years ago now. I like cataloged all the books that we had that I haven't read, right? Because I was like, I'm just gonna like go through and read every book that we own. I should I should have read every book that we own. Are all your books basically physical? Uh, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, I do. I do a lot of like um library loans that are digital now that's a good yeah. idea I've, I've that's a really a good idea of like audiobooks yeah my mom does that a lot yeah. i've recently found I'm, I'm dumb and i just buy them <laughs> i've recently found comiXology um yeah and i subscribe to it via amazon and for them i get a huge discount on most comics now on my kindle and so that's my way of been like i've been i've been going through my list of like really big like runs that i wanted to see or wanted to read um and like hadn't yet and that's helped a lot with that, but like, um, there's no way. There's just there's too much media. There's too much. Yeah, my point on the books thing. So like, I'm sorry, because part I interrupted of it was, you. You know, merged with once we did. Got we married. interrupt Seth. Probably. Seth, that's did fine. we interrupt? Uh, you? Probably it happens. <laughs> we just all like Const- it, it. Literally happens constantly. I didn't realize. I'm usually um, pretty good about realizing it happens, but I didn't until Josh mentioned it, and I was like, that must have been so long ago. I mean, it probably was. I have no idea. It's it's happened several times so far. It doesn't matter. I'm not doing it on purpose, but no, I know. It, would, it would help if you were here. <laughs> it, 
It happens even when I am there. It's okay. Mr. Valentine, what were you going to say? Oh, so it was like over 100 books that I hadn't read that we owned, right? Because some of them were like Heather's before we got married. And I was going to like try and go through and read all the ones. I was like, I should read all these. And I got maybe 10. So That's still impressive, though. Ten, people like people downplay like the amount of books that a person can consume. Like they're like, if you don't get up to like tw- 20 to 50 a year, it's like, no, how many did you read? Um, but like 10 books is a lot of books. Yeah. I mean, I think it like, just is a lot of time. 12 is a book a month and that's, that's a lot like yeah, for people with it's, it's if you are doing other things and have yeah. other parts of life. Right. If I ask you what you're reading right now and you have an answer to that question, you probably read more than the average person. That's probably true. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. What do audio? What do you guys feel about audiobooks? I feel that counts. Yeah, audiobooks I think it counts because there's, there's a, a major time investment. So there's a subreddit called R slash Books, and they had a big debate a couple weeks ago because someone made a post that was just really snooty about audiobooks, and then someone made a follow up post that was like, "Screw you, audiobooks are media for people who can't read, and what about blind people? And like, yeah. you're just being a snob." Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of reasons to like them. Yeah, but well, they were, but their whole thing was like, yeah, you you consume the media, but you didn't read it. Like you didn't read a book, and like technically no, but like what's the way you? It is a book, and you consumed that book. So does it count? Like you still had the same emotions, same feelings, and stuff that that person had experiencing that story. I say yes. I remember years ago, like friends of ours, Jerry and Lonnie, went on a road trip together, mm-hmm. and uh, they took Blue Like Jazz, and Jerry read it. And they finished the book together in the car with Jerry reading it out loud. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really cool. That is cool. Yeah, that's really awesome. Blue Like Jazz is great also. Like, I and Jerry Jerry, Jerry kind of has a cool voice. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd listen it's to, got a lot I'd of... I listen to him audio, narrating audio. Jerry's book. voice has a lot of panache. Yeah. And I feel like it would be really interesting to like listen to him read a book. There are people in like my life who I would like to interest like I'd be interested in listening to them read a book because no joke. We, then we could like talk about it as we go along. We could consume it together. That's true. One of my ideas for a while was like our friend group should get together like in the summer around the pool and just take parts and read a Shakespeare play. Like that'd be kind of cool. I can't read out loud though. I would do that. I have I have a really hard time I reading out loud. Idea. I would listen intently though. I get so one, I get like I can read relatively okay. That's dope. That's a dope idea. So. Right? That's a good idea. We should make this happen. I can read okay, like out, like to myself. I'm slow, but I can read. Um, but like out loud, I stumble over words because I get anxious that the people listening, and I yawn constantly. Hmm. So. Dude, it's kind of like 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 typing. I can't type if someone's watching me. Oh yeah, you, I like just you can't. Think, or if you think about it. True. Like, if you stop <laughs> yeah. and think about what you're yeah. typing, you're just like, I I'm a pretty good type. What am I typing? As long as it's just muscle memory. Yeah. yeah but as Same. soon as it enters my actual thinking, done. It's just out of there. Yeah. It's and weird. if somebody's watching me, I'm like, I just, could you like do something else? What <laughs> is that like, called? There's a, so it, it's man. performance anxiety is one, but it's called, um, Oh, the yips is like when you just like forget how to do something. The yips. the yips is when you think about something so much that you forget how it works. Oh, like when you say the same word over and over again, it just means nothing. Or most, no, it, it's mostly like the most famous, like a major in, league pitcher in baseball, who like, who like you know they throw, they they're a really good pitcher, and then they start like, like really thinking about how they do it and thinking about like their body and the and the motion that they make or right. 
somebody is like trying to give them advice on how to improve something and they just lose it because the they're most, overthinking it. The mo- one of the most famous in the major leagues, I think was like a second baseman. And he just like all of a sudden could not throw the ball to first base. Like he was throwing it over the first baseman's head over and over again to where they had to move him to the outfield. Wow. But I mean, we've seen that. I mean, we've seen that in recent years with like three point shooters in the NBA who like went from being like do slumps or yeah, fantastic. Slumps and then they hit a slump common. and then they just never come out of that slump. Yeah. Um, they get the yips. It's weird. It is weird. That's crazy. What if like, what if that happened? What if that happened to you at your job? I've thought about that before. Like, what if I just like couldn't do something suddenly? Like, what if you have a like you have a coworker that you think they suck, but like if they <laughs> were an NBA player, you would call that a slump. Like, they used to shoot lights out, but now it's just they're in a slump right now. I don't know. That's interesting. I mean, when you think too hard about something, you get too caught up in it, and sometimes it affects you negatively because you're just you're trying too hard. Hundred well, percent. Like, yeah. And things in your personal life, like things going on in your head, like affect your job all the time. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, I know, I know for a fact, like stage performance wise, like. But I'm, we don't call it a slump. No, we, you don't. You just call it like, what the hell's? What are you doing? We call it depression. Oh. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Sometimes. But it does happen. Like, so I can't. I'm a lot better at guitar, if I'm performing in front of like a group of people. If I'm. Not focusing on what I'm playing, and I'm focusing on other things. Like if yeah. I'm if I'm focusing on like the crowd or I'm focusing on like my fellow bandmates or the music itself, I play worlds better than if I actually start thinking about what I'm playing. Because if I think about what I'm playing, I overanalyze it and then I get anxiety and then I like just start making stupid mistakes. And so I have to like consciously distract myself the whole time I'm playing or else I start playing poorly. And this, I'm already not that good, so this wouldn't apply to music, but like for other things, like one thing that I've heard is like I, I think it was like a golf coach that would have the people that he was helping out like hum a song to themselves like while they were teeing off or like while they were like mm-hmm. putting or whatever because like if you hum a song to yourself that does enough to distract your mind so that muscle memory can take back over and like you can actually do that because it's not that you can't that's the weird thing about a slump is like it's not that you can't do the thing yeah that that pattern is in there you just got to get out of your own way yeah it's, it's one of the it's, it's like how whenever they change the amount of That's time challenge, that like, NBA players could uh, prepare before they did a free throw, it screwed up a lot of them because they would have these little rituals they would do yeah. before they shot the ball, and that like primed their body. It ruined Russell Westbrook's free throw. Yeah, like it, legitimately ruined it. It literally dropped like twenty points. Yeah, in one season, he was a prolific. If you would have asked me what shooter. I thought was going to happen, I would have told you that was going to happen. I felt like I could have predicted that if you'd asked me. What? If I'd ask you what's going to happen? Like them changing the ability for like players to do that? I would have guessed, yeah, it's going to drop tremendously. For some of the players especially, it's going to drop tremendously. So like specifically. rote just repetition is so important. Specifically with Westbrook, he's played since he was, what, five? Something like that? Something like that. But I mean, if if he's had this routine even since he was. It was since he was 15. That's exactly what it was. So he's 50. It was since, since his first year of high school. His routine for a free throw was to walk to the half court line and walk back. And then they made a rule to where you couldn't leave what the... You couldn't go past the three-point line. Yeah. How tall is Russ? Like 6'4", 6'5"? 6'1", I think. No, he's at least 6'4". Are we sure about that? Russ is pretty short. Yeah. How long does it take for a... short for an NBA player. How long does it take for a a guy that's 6'4"? Yeah, he's a giant person. He's huge. If he was in here right now, you'd be amazed by how huge he was. And how jacked he is. He's 6'3". 
but out there he's like he's just a point guard. He's just like a, he's like one of the small players. I thought that all the time about like uh, Fisher that played for the Thunder a long time ago. Derek Fisher, yeah, yeah, because tiny. he was like six three and jacked out of his mind. Like if you saw him in real life, you'd be like, dude, this guy's huge. But like out out there, he's he like this, yeah, minuscule, yeah, hilarious. What was Fisher's first name? Derek. Derek. Thank you. I put in Chris, and I was like, that's not it. But, but a lot of people would like, you know, make jokes about like baseball players and their like rituals. You know, like they got to touch touch this glove, touch the bottom of the bat, like tap it against their helmet, hit it against like the the like the home plate adjust or whatever your, they your sleeves, do. Adjust your chain. Like, yeah, they have to helmet, do all these specific things. Knock the bat against your and, and knock the dirt out. Yeah, and it's they would get like you know made fun of for that, but it's it primes their body yeah. to do this action. We were watching a game one night, me and my dad were, and like there was this one guy in the batting lineup that like every time he came around, it just got to be so funny because like his thing was all about like his clothing and making sure that his clothing was like situated on his body yeah, just right, right before he would swing. So like he would just adjust his shirt a whole lot. He would adjust like sweatbands a whole lot. Like it was, it it was like a. It was like a complex. <laughs> like, yeah, it was, like, it was if, crazy. If, if you want to see a weird one, watch like Juan Soto. He's a player for the Washington Nationals. He does this like weird little thing where he taps and like he'll adjust his crotch. And if he like every after every pitch, if it like if he doesn't hit it, you know, he'll do this thing where he like crouches and like turns towards the uh, the pitcher, almost like it's weird. Like in, but, a, in an aggressive look, way. Yeah, and he does it every time, and it's kind of like part of his, his, his thing, and how he like he'll then he'll step back and he'll readjust, and he'll get ready again. But he's a, he's a great player. And then, who is it? Is it Mookie Betts? I don't remember. Somebody like licks their bat Ugh. every time. Gross. It's their bat. I mean, like he'll lick his bat, or, or he'll like kiss he it, or he'll talk to it. Sticky pine stuff. It's not Mookie Betts. <laughs> I forget who it is. It's like a kitchen but... on a popsicle stick that's still got a little <laughs> bit of flavor. <laughs> but he'll he'll do that, and it's it's really strange, but it's how they deal with it, you know. And like, it's get set up. Okay, you're set now. We're waiting on the pitch. We're like swinging. It's not like a. It's not like a. It's just a constant back and forth of like basketball or something like that. So in baseball, yeah. there's like lots of opportunities for setup. But even in basketball, there's a rhythm to it. Like you guys. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah that's definitely true. But I mean, like, it's not like baseball where it's like, okay, setup. Okay, like baseball's slower. Everything stops. Baseball's more compartmentalized. Everything stops while the pitcher's like drying yeah. off his hand, and you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's not like the constant question of like if the ball's gonna get stolen and just go the other way or something. And I mean, I think they did make a rule to where you could only take a certain amount of time, but it's only at the point where like a pitcher's ready, like ready to throw the ball. And some people would just take like forever to do their stuff. Like they'd step into the batter's box, tap the bat around, step out, readjust, step in. And it's like, no, you can't. That's that's too much. The thing I respect the most about baseball is that it just takes as long as it takes, and if you don't have the attention span for it, you can go watch basketball. Like that's the thing that I always respected about it. It like I love, it, I love there's baseball. no clock. It just takes as long to play as it takes us to play it. 
Like, I think that's really cool. So, like, the idea of adding a pitch clock, I'm not a huge fan of. But like my understanding that, is... You're going to love cricket. <laughs> but my understanding well, is that it, the, the pitch clock didn't really affect the game that much. So maybe. I missed the game. Is that what game? It's, baseball. Oh, baseball, okay. It's one thing I kind of respect on the opposite end about soccer. It's like, you have this long to play, and then it's over. So <laughs> yeah. there's no stop. It just, no, like, it just no goes. The clock just goes. It just goes. And like that's and then they add on time like, at the end, it, though. Yeah. Sometimes. No, sometimes yeah, it, it, it depends, just depends on like if there were stoppages. Like right? if, if like, somebody if like legitimately got like yeah. really hurt and wrecked and like, OK, we have to stop to get this person off the field. Yeah. That's I, different, man. I the love... crazy thing about added time in soccer is that it's like up to the ref's discretion. There's like not yeah. there's yeah. not a concrete system for how you're like supposed to go about there. They're like that effort was worth three more minutes. I'll give you three more minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I think that's bonkers. I wonder if that, but because yeah. I know like a lot of European soccer has like heavy corruption, <laughs> and I wonder if that's a part of it. Is like I'm sure FIBA too. I think every yeah, sport has heavy corruption. Not like every FIBA. like professional FIBA sport. Is next level. FIFA's next level for sure. FIFA was gonna have the World Cup in Qatar. If, I kept if FIFA, FIFA. I, we, I mean, that's all FIFA. you really need to know about the corruption of FIFA. Yeah, yeah. There's not shitting on that country. There's no reason to do it there, though. Yeah. Especially you given be a fan of like crimes against. Especially humanity. given the facts around it. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. baseball season yeah and i'm pretty happy about it Isn't and it? <laughs> that's yeah i thought it was april or spring training started i mean it's it's like preseason so yeah. preseason's going i'm gonna try and watch more baseball this year because i every every year i set out to watch more baseball and then i don't because once you know again what? i have you too much watch... too much stuff to occupy my time and not enough time you to don't watch it. the cubbies I'm gonna try and watch the Cubs because I still. Uh, one of their the prospects got caught, got pulled over, and caught with 21 pounds of bag. Hey, Rep- wait, repeat that, man. Say you, that you broke up real bad. I'll edit. Oh, it. sorry. Uh, I said one of their one of the Cubs like prospect players got pulled over and caught with 21 pounds of crystal meth in his bag. I saw the picture of the bag. It was 21 insane. pounds. It's nuts. It was a, a lot, lot of, of meth. crystal meth. That was all his though. It's it's not. People trying to sell it. That's right. It's not for distribution. Yeah. This is personal. There were like three people in the car. He's so. holding that for his cousin, actually. That's not even his. That was funny. That was really good. That made me laugh, guys. Um, I was thinking about, so, <laughs> just thinking about time and, like, how you we don't have time to consume media. But it's also, like, it goes with, this is a really obvious statement, and you guys think I'm an idiot for saying this, but it's just like we already think you're. An idiot, I know, but so. you're gonna. It'll <laughs> but be, not for saying that. Your your suspicions will be more than confirmed, probably for the not for the first time. But like, I realized the other day, like I don't have time to do everything I want to do, like, and I just never will, because like I have. That's such a deep moment, man. It's frustrating, is I what mean, it is. It made me sad. So much there. Because, like, I really want I want to work out every day. I want to work on music. I want to read. I want to be around my family. I want to, like, there, like there's, I want to practice my guitar, but I also want to practice, um, like, with my digital music that I want to make. I want to write a little bit. Like, and I'm like, I don't have enough, I don't have enough time in the day to do any of these. Like, I, I could pick one a day, probably, and fit that in with my family time and, like, work and, like, getting up and getting yeah. ready for work and stuff. And it just, like, bummed me out to no end. The difference like, between you and me is that usually by the time I'm ready to spend money, I've already moved on to the next thing. <laughs> Whereas, like, you, like, you invest in, like, all the stuff that you're, like, into. Yeah, it's a which problem. Which is though. kind of amazing to me. It's a problem. It's not good. 
I don't have enough time to do the things that I have and like and then I want more, you know. Yeah. So. No, but what I what I was getting at by saying that is like I totally understand the impulse. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. There's like there's a lot of things that I'm interested in. It looks like I'm not interested in anything though. <laughs> because yeah. that's what my life looks like. But that's not true. <laughs> like there's a lot of things <laughs> I think are really cool. But I just can't like decide on which one I want to like really get into. You just gotta jump into something and then when you get your next whim, go to that and then because it'll the other thing will always be there. I mean most likely, you know. But like like I want to get, I want to take Jameson. I really want to get Jameson into some sort of martial art. Um, one, so he can defend himself, and two, so he can just burn off the infinite amount of energy that he has. Um, but I was like, man, if I do that, I'm gonna have even less time to do other stuff, and I'll still do it because I love him and I want him to have like a really good life and stuff. But it's just, it's just crazy. And like most of the podcasts I listen to or the audiobooks I listen to, I don't feel like are appropriate to listen to with the kids in the car. So if I'm driving the kids around, I can't even do that. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, dang, like I just, it's crazy, like how much time you don't have. Yeah, especially with kids. It gets mm-hmm. out of control real quick. It really does. It's worth it though, honestly, with kids. Like I really I really do believe that. So say if it didn't, I would like be a little concerned. Unless yeah. you were just like so rich that you didn't have to work or like whatever. Yeah. But that's none of us, so no. <laughs> I was gonna say that's the real secret. It really is. Like if you have time if you have if you have money to pay for other people to do the things you don't want to do. Right. Then you have infinite time to do things. Not infinite, but not infinite. Twenty four hours a day. I didn't finish it, but like prior to coming here, Alan was watching uh, the Zack Snyder like supercut of mm-hmm. Justice League, and it's pretty awesome. I liked it, but did he leave? Uh, he got booted off. Keep talking. He's coming back in. Okay. Um, I totally forgot. Zack Snyder supercut. It was pretty good. Yeah. What were we talking about before that? Time. Time, infinite hours in the day, not enough time. Not enough time to do the things you care about, and if you were rich, you could pay someone to do it for you. Oh, yeah, I was just going to make a stupid like observation about how uh, the Flash at one point asks Bruce Wayne like what his superpower is, and he just says, I'm rich. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. And in a weird way, humble for Bruce Wayne, because like that's definitely not his superpower. His superpower is that he's like a genius and the world's best no, detective. I think that is his superpower. But... No, I'm just saying if Bruce Wayne was poor, Bruce Wayne would still be Bruce Wayne. It's his superpower in that it... it in, do I don't think he would. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> Seth is, <laughs> Seth is laid down on the floor in the room. Dude, let me help you set up a mic stand above your face. <laughs> no, thanks. Okay. <laughs> I think that's... Oh, yeah, the, gravity. That's, that's, yeah, yeah that gravity. I think that's that the sign we should call it. <laughs> that wouldn't work. Yeah, maybe. But thank you for listening. Also, to I keep Bla- getting, I keep losing my connection. I'm sorry, buddy. Thank you for listening to Black Mesa Radio, everybody. Uh, you can find us on Google Play, Spotify. No, not Spotify, not yet. So you can find us on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, where you find most of your podcasts. We're working on getting on iTunes, but it's really complicated, and I stopped trying seven months ago, so I'll start trying again. Uh, you can visit us at blackmesaradio.com. We have a Twitter that's Black Mesa Radio. It's like M E S E because I had a typo, and Twitter won't let me change it. So. Like Mesa Radio. We also stream on Twitch occasionally. Uh, mostly it's been me and Jameson, but the guys, next time we have a podcast, I'll have it ready to stream. Um, you can also check out shows like Moms Who Wine. They just had a new episode come out, and they're going to try and do recordings regularly. They're pretty great. We have a D&D podcast that now that we're moving into my house, we can actually record. And so that's coming down the pike real soon. Um, we have an NBA show that we may or may not be getting back to because COVID kind of wrecked that as we started it off, and then COVID hit right as we got it rolling. Um, and so we're talking with Cody about getting that going again, but we'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, check those out and then 
we'll have more good stuff in the future. Do you guys have anything you want to say before we go? We yeah. love you all. Oh, yeah. That was better than just no. <laughs> that was better than no. <laughs> all right. See you next time. Adios.